Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. This is Elise Bird, and you're listening to Free Pizza Podcast. platform for creatives and today we have a very special guest with us someone who i should have had on the show forever ago but life <laughs> yeah we have the greg brady in here what's up baby what's up dude it's so good to see you yeah man it's always a, always a pleasure yes usually always good hang unfortunately as you see in passing but i go to your i'll go, go to anchor pretty often yeah yeah <laughs> i guess it's the days that you're not there it's like anchor or shows <laughs> with my cousin josh yes <laughs> Shout out to Josh, because yeah. I know you because of Josh. Yeah, right. And um, does he work on your machines? Uh, yeah. He uh, well, Keith works on them more. Keith, okay. <laughs> he works in Josh, Josh in passing. Josh in passing. But yeah. shout out to Josh for setting this up, because I wouldn't know you without that. And I remember we first met up at First Carolina. I think we were the first, our first hangout, right? Yeah. First I Carolina. So. Remember that? It was, long, it yeah, was like, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. 2019. I can't remember. Maybe. Yeah, we got a sandwich in Carolina. <laughs> yep, met yep. and you talk, talk photography, and that's kind of how I know you most for your for your photo work. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna call you a photographer because you are. Pretend. But I know you <laughs> mostly do this uh, coffee thing too, so we're talking about that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us where you're from, and then we'll kind of get into where we are right now in present day. Cool. Uh, so I'm from a little town uh, in northwestern North Carolina called Wilkesboro, mm. also North Wilkesboro or <laughs> Miller's Creek or Wilkes County, whatever you want to call the area. <laughs> yes. And um, so, I, I, so I guess did you get into creating or develop a fashion passion for coffee there? Or was uh, so I lived in Charlotte for a little while um, uh, yes. and um, fell in love with coffee because of a couple shops down there and okay. just really enjoyed the scene, really enjoyed um, the like unique characteristics of coffee. Yeah. Um, at the time, I didn't really like drink or anything like that. And so going to coffee shops was like pretty safe place to hang out, cool place to hang out. Yeah. Um, go get coffees with friends and whatnot. And then, and there was a few down there shout out to like, um, the daily press and okay. a couple other spots that no longer exist, but, Ugh. um, definitely sort of learned the love of coffee in that area. So I love that. Did you work in it down there at all? Uh, or did you just kind of drink it and kind of like, Oh, dude, I, was, I was just hanging out going to UNC Charlotte trying to anyways and going <laughs> and and getting coffee so that's that's kind of what was going on there so you're there for school yeah 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 there for a little bit oh for sure. dropped out hey look <laughs> like a baller your, on your business bro <laughs> right right Not a lot of people can say that who went to college <laughs> right <laughs> For sure. That's awesome. So you dropped out, but you enjoy coffee. Was oh, yeah. not just coffee a thing back then, or was that later on? I can't remember. Um, I just had a few spots like kind of around the college, and then there was one spot in Noda that I used to go to. So Gotcha. I remember, not remember, I didn't get into coffee until recently. Well, I've drank coffee in my life, but like get into like doing the shop right, and stuff like right. that. Um, but Optimus Mall is there now. Uh-huh. And the uh, undercurrent, undercurrent, mm-hmm. dude. Dude, that place is dope. Yeah, I was asking. I Man. wonder if that was a place oh, that was around back in the day, but I guess no. Nah, it's it's. I think it started in like 2018, 2019 oh, or something like that. Fresh. It's pretty. It's it's newer. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, what about coffee? Got you excited? Like, obviously, you love the taste or just the culture behind it. Like, what brought you in? Um, honestly, I think the the culture behind it is really cool, but really the like the story of coffee, like where where it sort of comes oh, from. Like um, like the the where the farmers are and all that jazz i thought i always thought it was really incredible that something so simple as just like some beans can can like be so flavorful based on like the way it's roasted the way it's fermented at origin mm. the way it's grown at origin um where it comes from and all yeah. that and i always thought this was really interesting so wow so you're looking back at the packs and seeing where all, all the, oh yeah yeah where yeah. they came from yeah, all that sure. just frequent shops all the time and different ones around town yeah and charlotte's like a i mean i know now has a 
a lot of coffee. Oh, there's a ton of, and there's a ton of good coffee now. Like oh, back God. then, there were probably it was like two or three shops that were that I knew that I knew about that were really worth going to. But yeah. now, I mean, there's just probably fifteen or twenty that I I would go to today. Yeah, like, just yeah. Like, hey, let's go get some coffee. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I'm going to bring some photography in here. So when did that come into play? Um, so actually, when I was like um, in high school and like post high school, I got into shooting music. There we go. Okay. Um, okay. And so I shot some like like punk shows, some hardcore shows, and then like. Uh, there's a pretty awesome uh, music festival in Wilkes County called Merle Fest. Merle Fest! Huge. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I got um, hit up by somebody that worked kind of like at the college who did like their media relations and stuff like that. It was like, hey, you should like send us some information. We'll see if you can get you like shooting some of these bands and stuff for the festival. And um, I did that for like three or four years. Yeah. Um, which was super cool because I got to photograph everything from like the Avett Brothers to Robert Plant oh to God, uh, Allison Krauss, um, uh, Steve Martin. You shot Steve Martin? Yeah, I shot Steve Martin. Um, Did he live in um, North Carolina? His band is from Asheville, but I don't know if he lives okay. there. Um, and had some pretty unique opportunities there. Uh, I got to meet a lot of those folks and like still have relationships with a few of the kind of like sort of middle of the round bands like Mipso and oh, Scythian and, and those guys. So yeah, hot. Mipso. Um, well, one of the guitar players, Joseph, is from Hot Point. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. The whole band. They're they're all pretty pretty close. But I think they're sort of between here and and Chapel Hill. Something like that. That makes sense because he went he went to Chapel Hill mm-hmm. and he joined the band like either after college or right as he was graduating. I think. Yeah. There's yeah. Jacob and there's Bear and then uh, Libby and oh. there's someone else. I can't remember all the names. Oh, yes, you know them. Yeah, Joseph, Joseph yeah, they're, they're they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. they're yes. so awesome. Small world. Yeah. So you're shooting shows and and you mostly were film uh, when I met I, you. Yeah, but then I was shooting digital okay. uh, mostly, and then I messed around with film for a few years because I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um, I still think it's really cool. I just can't afford it. Dude, don't get me started. Like. <laughs> Like what you're you're talking like fifteen dollars a roll for something worthwhile, and then you got to process it and Dude, all that. And Kodak just announced not so long ago they were going up. Oh sure, on yeah. Their prices like I guess five or ten percent. I was some some percentage, and I'm just like, dude, I got to drink something. I got I got to shoot something else. <laughs> Like I'm gonna find some random brand. That right. Just shoot, just shoot like weird, like black and white, like foma pan or something. It's like four dollars a roll or something. <laughs> it's gonna look weird, but it, that yes. might be that might be it. Might be the move. That might be the answer. No, I mean, you already shoot black and white. So you know I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I used to go for the Ilford, but Ilford's kind of expensive too. Yeah, yeah. So Ilford's just, moving on up too. I'm just like, dude, y'all are tripping. Yeah, it's crazy. So I talked to my mom about it, and like our parents shoot film because that's what they shot. I mean, there right. wasn't anything. Now it's trendy, you know, mm-hmm. in a way. And they're like, dude, how much you pay for to get that developed? Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> what thirty bucks to, for dude scan. If develop. you get high res scans, process and developing, you're probably paying around mid twenties. Yeah, that's just insane. On top of how much the film costs, so right. you're paying about probably what. 50 bucks a roll? Yeah, yeah. 40, 50 bucks a roll? I can't do it. Yeah, it's <laughs> too expensive. I started messing around with medium format too. And so it's just like, oh, sweet, you get 10 photos each time you do this. Maybe. There's some, you know, there's older cameras, like the, the advances on them don't quite like always work mechanically. Sometimes you double expose. It's, Dude. It's pretty tricky. Absolutely. So when, <laughs> so you obviously shot at Merle Fest, which is insane. You shot all those bands and some of those bands still play. They sent things to plays and, yeah, and yeah. all that. Oh, you, do you sponsor the, the fest? Uh, we actually, um, Anchor, um, we don't sponsor it, but we have typically do like a yearly event there, like with them. Yeah. We serve coffee. It's insane. That's freaking awesome. That's awesome. We'll serve like, like, 500 drinks a day or something like that or Dude, more so you're 600 them. yep usually are you there for that typically yeah okay yeah. You probably have to yeah, be. <laughs> yeah 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 it's, it's pretty all hands on deck and that's coming up soon too 
Oh, was that in the April. summer? Oh, yeah. dude, oh, spring. Yeah. This will be sick. It'll be wild. Oh, God, look at you. You see Greg's face is like, yeah. It'll be a good time. It's going to be great for money, but oh, my God. But not sleep for four days. <laughs> Maybe pick up smoking. I don't know. <laughs> Something. Some bad <laughs> habit. <laughs> so, okay. So, when did you get into film? Because that's kind of when we kind of... Uh, so I started shooting film. I think it was in 2019. Oh, this is I started recent. messing around. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had shot film before. Um, like I took like a darkroom class in uh, community college, and um, I really enjoyed it. But it just wasn't a lot of access to it because where I live. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, essentially got got around the shooting film. I think it was 2019. Um, just needed a hobby. Something to do. Um, and I hadn't really shot a lot of stuff in probably two or three years because I was focused on Anchor. And so started messing around with that. Started, um, uh, I got like a little Canadette QL17 or whatever. you showed me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then um, just, I like shooting Portra 400, which I can't afford anymore. <laughs> um, Sad story. It's real, real beautiful film that's, that's, you know, it's perfect yeah, and yeah. expensive. Um, I tried offsetting the cost by like developing it in my house or processing it in my house, and it's really fun. Except for like, you, I mean, it's kind of gross. Oh, the chemicals and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, the chemicals get everywhere, and like if you don't have like a dedicated space for it, you're like working out of your kitchen sink or your bathroom sink or something. It's just like, uh. dude, my friend Tommy, we did it one time, black and white, mm-hmm. had a chemicals for it. Hey, we can do it. It's gonna take a while. Yeah. I was like, all right, we got, I've cleared my whole Sunday. Uh-huh. I had like three or four rolls. Uh-huh. Like, should be all right, dude. It took us literally pretty much all day. Oh, yeah. Get, just get a film on those reels. Like, if you're not super good at it, dude. Like, <laughs> everything's by hand. Yeah. I mean, you do it in the bag. In the bag. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, we did four. I mean, four. I was like, dude, washing it, put, hanging up in the, mm-hmm. in the shower. Scanning it, depending on what kind of scanner you have, it's gonna take forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got those flatbed scanners. It's basically like see you tomorrow. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I went like ten at night. I was like, never again. Right. Photos are great. The photos yeah. came out wonderful. Yeah, it looks sick. I would <laughs> never do that ever again in my life. Yeah. So I will find a lab. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, <laughs> dude. Insane. So I get why that you were like, okay, I'm not doing this. It's not really efficient. I'm just gonna do do something else. I guess at the time, you anchor was probably starting as you were kind of like. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of, um, so we've actually been around kind of since 2015, Uh, but uh, 2019, 2020 with, uh, you know, 2019 was kind of a bit of a lull because I was spending, I'm well staffed and things were kind of running well, Yeah. right? Uh, 2020 comes around and COVID hits and so it's like, oh sweet, like I really need to find a hobby now because we're like having to close down and send people home and not really do like things the way that we we're doing before right yeah um so that's really probably the brunt of when i was shooting mostly so. i remember mm-hmm. you kind of driving around and it's like oh yeah you going? shooting it's, at night and your camera yes yeah. see the camera on the day i think 2020 and you know what it's weird i was we all lived through it we're still living through it yeah uh, the pandemic, but i don't i don't 2020 kind of slips in my, my mind uh-huh. it shouldn't because it was a big deal but i'm just like right. oh, yeah that's right we went through a literal shutdown of the world right where everyone's trying to figure something out yeah that's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, okay, that makes sense why you shoot more then because it was nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Kobe were rolling around. Like, um, I remember one night we went up, um, we went and shot some stuff on the parkway. And like that night, my, um, <clears throat> it wasn't even that late, but that night my car broke down oh. on the parkway. <laughs> and Kobe's like, um, Greg, we're in the mountains in North Carolina. I don't, I don't, I don't know where we are. <laughs> It's dark, Greg. I hope there's no one around. I'm gonna kill you, Greg. Oh right? my God! He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's from he's from Charlotte. He's from like very much Charlotte, very much from the city. Yes. And we're like out in these sticks. Yes. And um, I called Brittany, my wife, and was like, "Hey, like, could you could you please um, come save us? Bring food." Oh my God! <laughs> please bring food. And like. Um, I think I think they were married at the time. They might have just been engaged, but it's Kobe and Kara. Yes. Um, Kara was um, was calling him like, hey, hey, when you go be home, you all right? Everything good? And he's like, yeah, I just, I'm just hungry. He's I'm hungry. just mad. He's a food. Taking photos. Greg's car broke down. Like, 
<laughs> just a just a weird yeah yeah that, yeah we we always that it's just fun <laughs> yeah and that's what and it's just photography is about and yeah you yeah got, you got off the mountain you're good yeah yeah getting getting lost in the woods no one came and killed anybody right <laughs> that's crazy yeah so let's take us back because 2015 is when anchor started mm-hmm. Ish, so yeah. You back from Charlotte? You moved back home. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I was in Charlotte for probably a year. Yeah. Um, my uh, my fiance um, at the time, Brittany, my wife. Um, she was in. I can't think of what year was what, but I do know that she was teaching in Hickory. It was her first year teaching, um, so it was kind of staying down there with her some, and oh. and then she. Um, was staying up here with me and my family uh, at Wilkes yeah. for a little bit. And um, at that time, I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Because um, I was, like, working, like, odd jobs, working at a sign store. And, you know, obviously wanted wow. to do something that was, like, like um, responsible, right? Because I like, want to start a <laughs> family one day and everything. Yeah. And, 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 you know, she's a school teacher, so she's, like not going to make like millions of dollars and I mean, yeah. I'm a coffee guy so neither am I but still <laughs> like we wanted to you know I wanted to do something like, that was like reasonably like like high potential um, but also like where we live in Wilkes um, it's not necessarily like the like nicest place like it's beautiful mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of um, really cool outdoor opportunities there's like a lot of there's like really wonderful people um but for the most part like the last i'd say the like last 10 15 years like kind of fell on like pretty hard economic times oh really um and so like you know there was there's a bit of a heritage of really cool businesses starting in wilkes mm-hmm. um one being lowe's foods uh the other being what? lowe's home improvement um started and, in wilkes mm-hmm. and then uh, holly farms which was bought out by tyson pretty huge there's a mm-hmm. lot of um uh nascar um, it makes it <laughs> was like pretty pretty legit. Like one of the first tracks was built in Wilkesboro, or the North Wilkesboro Speedway. No way. Um, and so it's like there's like a definite heritage of like sort of like building these really big beautiful things right from this kind of small like insignificant town. Yeah. And um, you know, growing up there, like I, I experienced some of the like negative part of that, where a lot of those companies started moving out. And like growing, growing beyond uh, Wilkes, and and like as I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do, um, and working in the sign shop, I was like, man, I really enjoyed coffee. Yeah. Um, I really hate doing what I'm doing right now. It's pretty miserable. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to roast coffee. Um, or do something with coffee. And so um, I met this guy named Nate, who's a like pretty good friend of mine, um, or was like a mutual friend of mine. Um, yeah. And uh, we we sort of started hanging out. He was really into business, had a little bit of like capital to mess around with. Oh. Um, and okay. so we started um, just trying to like figure out like a plan. He had some like business background, um, whereas I don't. Like yeah. I'm not, that's not me. I'm not the business guy. I'm like kind of a creative and if it wasn't for like, like lots of classes, like everything would be falling apart because I don't know <laughs> Jack about like how to keep financials together and stuff like that. Yeah. Know? So like <clears throat> me and him started uh, kind of formulating a bit of a business plan. And like, meanwhile, um, we ordered a bunch of like these little like eight ounce to pound uh, bags of green coffee from a company. I think it was called Sweet Maria's or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, picked up a stovetop popcorn popper <laughs> and um, yeah. essentially started roasting coffee in my kitchen. What? On a little stovetop, like whirly pop popcorn popper. Yeah. And the first couple times it was god awful. It <laughs> like smoked up the house and just we didn't really know what we were doing. Um, it was terrible. It was literally the worst coffee like anyone ever, ever had. Burnt. It's, it's absolutely burnt. <laughs> um, and so we like kept buying these like like eight ounce bags of coffee. I was ordering like like these like 
like $50 at a time worth of coffee and was just like messing around with them until I sort of figured it out. Okay. And once we got that down, I started ordering a little bit more coffee and um, we built a coffee roaster out of like a propane grill. Uh, which is super ghetto. Like, I'm about to say it, what? Yeah, we t- we took like a propane grill that you buy like at Lowe's, right? And got this like rotisserie like motor thing with a drum, and like threw all this coffee in this thing, and it kind of worked. Um, okay. We we dialed it in so that it would work, and we produced some coffee out of that for like maybe like three or four months, and sold it at like to our friends and like <laughs> I mean we were like telling everybody we knew like hey bro you have to buy our coffee Just buy you like, need to you support. need to buy this like it's great it's so good Wilkesboro yeah Wilkesboro it was from right yeah. here and and people kind of did that and <laughs> we threw it up on a website we did some farmers markets and stuff like that. Um, we got a loan from uh, our local economic development um, oh, dude. committee yeah. or whatever in Wilkes and um, was able to buy our first like production roaster, like a real commercial roaster. Yeah. And sort of figured out roasting for real. Yeah. Um, took some classes and, and like learned that a little further. And then like, Throughout all of that, we knew that we wanted to build something for the community of Wilkes, not just like something that made money. Oh, okay, I like that. Yeah. And so we set up shop in this like basement spot um, in downtown North Wilkesboro, and like threw a roaster in there, found an espresso machine for a couple thousand dollars, and plumbed it all into like buckets, um, like we had, we had plumbing, but we didn't have like we were a basement. So we didn't have, like, plumbing going out without having to, like, trench up the world. (laughs) And so we basically set up, like, what you would see in a, um, like, a food truck, like a coffee food truck or something like that. But we had set it up inside um, and opened the front door and people started showing up. And we were like, oh, hey, this is real cool. Like, this is it. This is it. (laughs) At the time, was it called Anchor? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we named it Anchor. Um, I think it, we, like, I was was still working at the Sime Shop. And I think it was after me and Brittany got married, so it was definitely 2015, mm. maybe 2016. Um, and I was like, we were doing all these farmers markets, um, and we didn't really have a name. And Brittany was like, "Hey, you should probably like not have the most boring table here." And we had all this like random like nautical themed stuff like sitting around the house because yeah. it was like her like. It was before we had kids, so we had like a pretty like like dope looking space with like oh, stuff, yeah. you know. And before we had kids, before we had kids, <laughs> now we just have like l- like piles of things in places, and it's like oh sweet, this is cool. Yeah. Um, but like, it was all nautical, and I was like, man, this is actually we could name it something nautical themed, and so anchor was kind of. Oh kind of where that came from I like that. and you know, it's a pretty easy icon to like come up with and create like brand with and, yeah and also like you know it does have some like sort of secondary connotations you would be like an anchor to the community and all that jazz you know okay, you like, a, little a, little deep. a little deep grade <laughs> a little deep grade yeah i love that i love that you put a community first and not worry about getting rich right you know yeah, that's the plan you know. you know, like growing up in Wilkes and seeing like everything that it's went through, um, and like seeing what like the people around me like kind of had went through over the years, it's like well, maybe we should you know put our focuses on like building a little bit of community here. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna do it to make money, then let's do it to make money in a way that like brings people together instead of just as yeah like. Uh, any other just like rando business floating around yeah like it's cool knowing a business obviously your business you want to make money it's part of your career you gotta right. support your family <laughs> yeah. but like it's cool seeing something like this where it's just like we're not completely driven by like, getting filthy rich we want to make sure people have good coffee we right. care about our community you want to have something that's homegrown yeah that's badass yeah for I sure that yes yeah, so we got anchor you're working out of a basement <laughs> which is my favorite story is like hey man we're sorry in the basement yeah, yeah we were literally in a basement. <laughs> oh, that's it great. was a street level basement, like so there was a parking lot 
but it was still a basement. It right. Was the, the under under the main floor basement. That's kind of awesome. Were there any parts of it starting up where you maybe almost gave up or just didn't oh, think it all the time still okay. too like it's <laughs> yes. like um because it's really challenging like every bit of it is always challenging there's yep. nothing easy about like i mean it's it's easy to go work for someone right um because yes. like your risk your responsibility sort of starts and ends at the door yeah um but once you step into some kind of like self-employment or like owning a business or whatever it's like you, you you're, you're where the buck stops like yeah. you are the the end all be all to like most situations so like um you know if like we're 2020 was terrible oh yeah wanted to dude. like burn the place down about every day <laughs> yes, um dude. we opened up the location in winston-salem which has been great but at the same time it's been very like tough challenging yeah um, major huge growing pains same thing. It's like, gosh, I love this place, but I want to burn it down all every, the time. Every day. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, you know, the reality is, it's like, I'm going to be the guy. Like, if if something goes wrong, like, people are going to come to me, right? Yeah, straight to you. <laughs> straight to me. Yeah. Or, like, they'll, they'll go to the manager who will come to me, right? But at, it's, it's like, all the time. Yes, all the time. Golly, dude. I can it's imagine. Tough. Now, before you get to the brick and mortar, you were putting your coffee in just different, different stores, or like... a little bit. Yeah, mostly yeah. it was um, we were doing like online sales, okay, gotcha. um, and then uh, farmers markets, and okay. and like we would pop up in places and yeah, yeah. Um, around. We did stuff in Statesville. Um, we did a bunch of events and like. Wilkes and Winston Salem and Boone and all gotcha. that. You know, it's just kind of more or less like marketing for as cheap as possible. Oh, dude, that's the worst part. So, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> you driving around just trying to get in people's faces. Yeah, trying to get <laughs> trying to get email lists yeah. put together and stuff like that. And so yeah, yeah, and obviously coffee is abundant. And I'm asking, obviously, I'm in the field was very uh, saturated as well. There's a lot of yeah. coffee. So would you would you say you felt any type of obviously just competition? Yeah, but you don't seem very like you seem very confident in your product. So were you ever discouraged by competition, or are you? Do you see it as competition, or just different people doing their thing? I think I think honestly, it's more different people doing their own thing. Okay, I think there's a lot of expressions in coffee. Yeah, because um, you know you might have some some roasters that are just like like experimenting with these like really wild and crazy coffees that are like really inaccessible, um, mm. really amazing. Yeah, um, and then kind of on the other side of that, you've got a lot of like too accessible coffees you know um and so like and not that there's anything wrong with either uh but we really found that we wanted to be accessible but also like mm. source high quality right yeah. um and so you know i think we find a neat expression of that whereas like someone else might do something different like um obviously like we're all kind of vying for spots in the market because it is starting to become a much more saturated market yeah um yeah than it was in when we started but like still it it's I, I don't really see i mean i'm sure there is some but i don't see it as much competition as much as just like an, a unique like uniqueness to each each company yeah so. yeah i see you being someone that what if anything you support other uh, roasters, right? Yeah, yeah. Coffee shops. And say, hey, I'm Greg. I got one of this, and come try coffee. And it's, yeah. it's all very friendly. Yeah. Um, so hopefully people treat you the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the most part, it seems like that's that's how it's been. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So why Winston Salem? Uh, so for one, Winston Salem's only an hour away from Wilkes. Okay, that's, um, <laughs> that makes sense. It had like a bit of a uh, call, like established coffee scene, so people kind of have like some expectations. Oh, um, yeah. And so they're you know when they go into a coffee shop, they do want quality. They want they want something better than just like your like random cup of Joe or yeah. Starbucks, right? Yeah. And so when you you know, we we kind of established that as like a base for what we wanted was a place that had expectations, that had like an already growing scene, but not fully grown, right? Yeah. Um, we wanted to be able to like be um, showcase our expression of coffee, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that kind of like really was Winston. 
Um, and then, of course, like the availability of the space that we were able to find there mm. in the Bailey power plant yeah. was pretty pretty dope. Um, it's an expensive spot. But it's, <laughs> the traffic, though. High traffic. The traffic. It's, called, it's high traffic, and it's only going to be like, higher traffic. Yep. And for like another great thing is it's already in an established place. It's not like it's not like your typical like like coffee shop moves in and gentrifies old town kind of spot. Yeah. It's like this this part of town was already ready for this. Yep. Like, um, and so that was like a big like to do for me. Like um like check mark for me was that because um, there's a lot of times when you have like the the cool like hip hip coffee shop or hip like brewery or whatever pops up in like the lower rent district or something like that hey we're gonna change everything here Dude. and make like price you all out like that's definitely not like my heart right so um you know sure we pay more rent but we don't have that on our conscience i guess you know yeah yeah, yeah. that's you said something very eye-opening to me like you said we're gonna go somewhere where it's already kind of established expectation and in my eyes, I think you should go somewhere where maybe coffee isn't as abundant. Right. Well, if we did that, then people probably don't really care that much about supporting coffee because they don't really probably reinvest in that anyways. Right. So that actually made me think a lot differently about a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, uh, well, I mean, like, we've learned just by our first location in Wilkesboro. Like, there, there was not really any coffee culture there. Right. There was, like, two or three coffee shops that have ever been there, one of which is been around for a pretty long time mm. so they're pretty established but like they were just a a different like a style of coffee is not really what we like wanted to go after and so like the the education part of like hey this is like good coffee um this is how we serve coffee we're not just gonna like cater to like the sweet characteristics that everybody <laughs> wants all the time it's like we're yeah. not gonna like throw sugar yeah and <laughs> call like, it coffee and call it coffee so like like that's been tough and we still like like struggle with that so like our menu in Wilkes is a little different than Winston because of that like oh really like we you know we still like are very focused on the coffee in Wilkes we're not like throwing sugar at things just to throw sugar at things but like we are like we do have to be more approachable there it seems it um makes sense which you know it's fine we we get to do what we get to do there and it's amazing um but that's kind of it's kind of uh what's been easy about winston-salem is that mm. there was an expectation of what coffee could be and what a little less barrier to entry as far as the education side for people. Right. So they come in they're like, I know what a cappuccino is. Like, for real. <laughs> yeah. Not, like, what has been, like, shoved down my throat by, like, the big corporate, like, coffee It's a little chains. different. It's funny because yeah. I'll go some places here. I mean, I don't know if you get Camino there, Cranky's or something like that. But if you go to, like, your big cities, like, on New York, Washington, D.C., whatever, like, you, a cappuccino tastes different from different right. places. They caught me off guard because I would... I was I was a Starbucks kid. I ain't gonna lie. I, yeah, I grew yeah. up on Starbucks. I see we're friends in high school and I hung out. But then you go somewhere that's more traditional. It's just like it's in a cappuccino. It's yeah. like yeah. yeah, it is. It's like <laughs> like cappuccinos don't have sizes. That's the thing. It's, yes. It should not be a twenty ounce cappuccino. It was a little. It make any sense. That's what got me. I was just like, what's this? Like, yeah. Or a macchiato. Yeah. 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 You get just like, yeah, like oh, a caramel macchiato, and people look at you like, like are you, what? I don't know what you what you you mean like a caramel latte. Latte. This is not Starbucks. Right. This is a little macchiato. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> That's what I'm learning there for me. It's been great though. I have a lot of friends here in coffee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Work at a bunch of different places in Raleigh here, and then you know Winston now too. Yeah. So everyone says it's, it's, it seems like a very cool, you it's know, it's industry a cool community, cool culture. Yeah. Um, it's pretty pretty progressive in thought for the most part which is great yeah uh, it's great to be around that um there's a lot of industries that aren't like that especially in the south Dude, um, yeah and so like typically the coffee community is like a breath of fresh air yeah so. yeah absolutely so with the creation of winston you got a spot you wanted so i'm just going to go back just briefly about like you find a spot many bumps along the road as far as maybe how it looks to feel like how right. did, what you were you pretty much hands-on in the whole process oh, <laughs> so we signed the lease in 
February of 2020. Oh, oh God. Right before it Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were just like all like bright eyed, pushy tail, ready to go. So stoked, so excited to start this business in Winston in this high rent area. We're going to see, we're going to make so much money, right? Yeah. Like, that's what we're going to do. Um, and we had like, we had all our numbers down. We knew, we knew like customer count, like possible customer counts. We knew all the footfalls in, in that area. Um, I'd met with the owners of the businesses next door, like incendiary and Kajino. Yeah. It was like, you guys are doing pretty good. Like, yeah, like, you know, we, yeah. we, we had figured it out. We had done quite a bit of market research, <laughs> signed the lease. Um, we start talking to architects. We pick an architect literally a few days after we get our architect picked, um, is when things like shut down, like hard stop. Right. Oh, dude. Uh, luckily we signed like in our lawyer when we were like going through the lease, um, was able to get it so that like we couldn't, we didn't have to pay rent until construction started. Um, yes. Which was a lifesaver because it would have like immediately bankrupted us. Mm-hmm. And, like, Probably within like three or four months, we would have been done, done. done. Yeah, because oh, uh, I mean, like Anchor Wilkes is doing great. Um, it's doing fine, right? But like, there's no way that we could have paid for like what we were doing in Winston Salem and Wilkes with no customers. Yeah, dude. Um, oh my god. So fast forward because. The first half of that, like our architect, like our architect had some issues. Um, mm. We couldn't hardly get time with the the food equipment company. Um, as far as like our coffee equipment and service company, like they were having issues getting anything on boats to get over here. So like, oh. pretty much everything was a standstill until late 2020. And then once we started like actually moving forward on the like the plans for everything, the food equipment service company like they only had one drafter that worked one day a week, and like it was like Tuesday or something. And if I didn't get like any of my changes in by like Tuesday at three o'clock, I wouldn't get those changes back until the following Tuesday. Either way, a week. Oh. And so dude. like there was a lot of back and forth. That was just like just so much time. Yeah that was taken away um and so finally into 2021 um like we trying to think of i guess we opened in november of 2021 mm-hmm. so we've been open for a year and like a few months yeah but it took it took a good like typically construction on something like that's three months um, it took six months of build out time. It took like, we ordered our equipment in a March of 2021. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it rolled in right in the, like right in, right on time for like our planned opening in <sighs> August or November. Oh um, God. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we, we ordered like ahead of time cause we knew it was going to take forever. Yeah. Um, and it just took that long for it to get there. Dude. Um, just supply chain issues. Oh, um, I think about that. That fucked up everything. Dude, fucked up everything. Everything. The Slayer uh, espresso uh, machine, like their facility, like that made some part in Washington, like was like in like a zone where like all the wildfires are, are were oh, back in 2020. So like they had shut down their factory for like several weeks and got way behind. It was just like a absolute nightmare. <laughs> um, so we finally got opened up 2021. Wow. Thank God. <laughs> How was the opening? Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was definitely, it felt good. It felt like it, like all that was behind us. Um, but for the most part, like, you know, it was just another day because it was like, I'm going to work. You're right? going to work. That's it. Um, felt good for about like 30 minutes. And then it was like, all right, I got to make some drinks and yeah. make sure that like all these people are getting paid. Customer service. Yep. And make sure, yeah. All that. <laughs> so, now you're a manager, yep. owner. So obviously you have managers under you, but you still need to make sure everyone, it flows smoothly. Yep. So you're probably there often during the launch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was there like four days a week. Right now I'm there like typically just one or two days a week. Yeah. I try to be. 
Um, sometimes more than that, but depending on what's going it's, on, it's, it's easy if it's two days a week. That's a good week for me. It's like yes, like so, you said, when you're owning, when you're owning something, you don't really have a, you have days off, right? But if something goes wrong, you're yeah. in that car going to Winston. Yep, yep, <laughs> happens happens more often than you would think. Uh, man, get like, that phone call. He's like, <sighs> it's like, yep, yep. Uh, here we go. What's up? <laughs> yeah. The supply chain is crazy because I was just uh Chad Shy just opened up today. Mm-hmm. A new tea shop in um yeah. in Winston and like they they got pushed back a lot too. I guess I didn't ask any questions in details, but I'm sure supply chain stuff too with them as well. Oh yeah. We actually sell them uh coffee for their cold brew. So. Yes. Yeah. Heck yes. Yeah. Dude, they're amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. I have Chad and Thomas up. are really nice. Oh dude, they're they're phenomenal. When they were just working out the warehouse and they were selling at markets stuff like that, I uh-huh. did photos for them. And um, my photos are actually in the shop now. I put oh, them up last cool. night. Yeah, yeah. They let me put my photos up in their shop, and um, they're wonderful people. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. they're really neat. Yeah. So the seeing that happen and hearing the story about you with the supply chain of getting moving your date back to open up, yeah, it's just like dude, this constant man. <laughs> it's never smooth. <laughs> and like. It's like you look at like uh, cup suppliers and all that, paper suppliers and all that. See, I, I like, never think about that stuff. Like you got to order cups. Yeah, you yeah, order yeah, silverware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your brand, your your you know your branding stuff and yeah. all that stuff. And I was not I don't think any of that stuff. So yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, gotta have some merch. Gotta have some t-shirts. I do some have a t-shirt. Stuff, you know? I have the pocket tee. Oh yeah, I came in there one time. I was like, I'm gonna get me a shirt. Yeah, I love me some Greg, brother. <laughs> that's awesome. They doing shows and stuff. And Trying to, there. yeah. Yeah, so what, what was the interest in that? Obviously, you're, you're a hardcore kid. You yeah, the show, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Did, did, Was it pretty much that? Like, hey, let's ba- Basically, like, so we always, uh, we pre-COVID, we did a lot of stuff in Wilkes, a lot around music. Obviously, it's a little different scene. Yeah. Uh, had some, like, bluegrass and folk music and some other things kind of along those lines. They'd be, like, sort of moderately successful. Um, you know that Winston has a pretty decent hardcore scene. Yes. I grew up in it, right? Yeah. So like, um, like we just uh, kind of made a point. It was like, hey, like let's have some music here. Let's throw, let's let's throw a little little light hardcore <laughs> in the mix if we could, just for old time's sake. Just a little bit. Literally every time we've done anything with uh, any of those style bands, it's just been like the the community comes out for it, <sighs> like it more so than a lot of other things, which is really to me incredible that it's still Sick. like alive and and thriving and yeah and um, you know it's cool uh, Tuesday night having a sold out sold out like coffee shop i mean it's still like 150 200 people or something like that i saw video i saw video like this is crazy it's great it's insane man i mean i guess us being us growing up and you know having places to go and see hardcore shows whatever shows right i've been yeah, i've been yeah. to a rap show there just allow having a space to allow kids to come has to be pretty fucking cool yeah 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 it's super dope yeah yeah so he's like oh remember my inner my inner child yeah coming out yeah. and enjoying this so much right now yeah yeah i'm just coming alive yeah like, yeah that's freaking awesome, man! Yeah. Like, what's what's your future plans for the shop? Are you, uh, oh, what? Before you ask that, like, how are you creating? I guess your bean. Where are you sourcing your beans from? Like, any different, you know, flavors um, like that. So right now we work with a couple different importers, and then I've got a few like like producing partners that uh that are good friends of mine. So uh, the bulk of our coffee comes from uh, Ally, uh, which is um, they're like a Brazilian multinational company, but they're Sick. they have a pretty they have a base operations in um, South, I think it's South Carolina, Greenville. Oh, it's close. Um, and so we get a lot of our coffees from there. Um, they have like pretty awesome, like really good quality specialty coffees. Um, all of it's like ethically sourced. All of it's like good taste and stuff. Um, we also work a little bit with Olam, which is a, they just changed their name to Covaya, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they're based in New Jersey, a big import company that imports a like, much broader like thing than just coffee, but yeah. they also have like a pretty decent line of specialty coffee that they bring in. I like that. And then um, some of our producing partners, we work with um, my friend Alexis in Panama. Um, he's got a farm and then his neighbor and like some of his family members have a few farms. We get some mixed lots from them. Um, and then we get, uh, some coffee from Laos through a partnership with, um, a guy named Tyler Gant, who's actually originally from Wilkesboro, uh, which is pretty neat. 
Um, but he's based in Laos. He like helped build some schools or something like that. Yeah. Um, and has uh, just like kind of fell in love with building coffee. Yeah. And so in yeah. building relationships in coffee with the producer to the importer to yeah. the shop or roaster. And so we work with him some. And then um, my buddy Frosty in Guatemala City uh, gets oh, his coffee dude. from Atitlan and um, uh, Antigua and Guatemala. So Golly, dude, those there's... are like more like direct relationships. Dude, that's just a lot, a lot of different resources. Yeah, yeah. That's freaking cool, man. We're working on something in Mexico as well, um, in Oaxaca. So we'll see how oh, that pans dude. out. Oh, dude, sick. I was yeah. in Mexico City uh, last year. Dope. Yeah, dude. I want to go so bad. Amazing coffee. You need to go. The cost yeah. of living down there, I mean, was cheap. Just like, all, yeah, you yeah. being there, like, right. you can enjoy a lot of different coffee down there is phenomenal. Right, like, yeah. It's out of this world good. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, what's cool about, like, the coffee scene more recently is for the longest time, so um, coffee, like, specialty coffee has always been shipped out of the, a lot of those countries. Uh, so, like, for example, my friend in uh, Guatemala and in, in um Guatemala City, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they export probably 99% of their better, like even their commodity grade coffee, like it's all gone. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of the stuff that's left is pretty, pretty trash. And so oh, what, he, what, um, one of his things, so he used to own a farm, like with his family, he went on to start an import company and then like further like went and started like a coffee shop in guatemala city that's like specialty coffee it's like locally grown right but instead of like it being like the seconds and thirds um as far as the passes in coffee it's actually like the first like stuff that typically gets sent off so oh dude so like that's you see a lot more of that like in places where like at origin now which is really neat yeah, yeah. Dude, that's freaking crazy. Yeah. That's when the coffee world is insane. I've only had like one person on coffee here, um, Aaron Mosley. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you, I, you know I, of I Aaron? know him on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, you probably do. Yeah, he's a coffee. He's in uh, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, 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 Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely know Aaron. Okay, you know yeah. Aaron. We mm-hmm. had him on forever ago, and he actually was working at a coffee shop here in Greensboro for a little bit before he moved back. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a super coffee nerd. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, literally educated me on. Thing that I had no clue. I yeah. mean, he's a, he definitely nerd about it in a good in a good way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know him, man. Small yeah. world. <laughs> so yeah, what's the future plans for the shop, man? I mean, he, I mean, you probably gonna keep it, you know, Winston and Woodsworth for now. But do you would you want to expand it? Uh, honestly, like right now, um, we're just trying to like get get like a couple years under our belt, um, get comfortable, no. get get like our like balance statements and P&Ls like balanced yeah um cause you know obviously like new business it's, it's tough right um especially with the rising cost of everything and Dude. labor going up and everything we're trying to like pay our people as good as we can yeah um so like you know our margins are are, are pretty are not where we want them to be of course um yeah. which is fine um it's just you know a matter of like you know keeping keep going um, I just keep busting, busting it, you know, just keep, keep rolling. So it's kind of where we're at now, as far as like future growth, um, really want to like expand our wholesale operation. Oh, I think we're wholesale. Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like to, you know, we, we've, we've kind of like poked around at doing, getting into retail, like and grocery, I guess. Um, so like yes. s- probably specialty grocery kind of stuff, but maybe, I, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's definitely a target. Um, you know, boosting our wholesale to like new restaurants and cafes and stuff like that's always a, always a big thing. Like we sell our coffee in Winston. There's um, you know, we're in dojos. Um, Sick. There's a there's a bake couple of bakeries in Wilkes that carry our coffee. One's Dom Bakeries. Um, there's uh, I'm trying to think of all the places we sell coffee. There's like some churches and random stuff that buy our coffee as well. Yeah. Uh, restaurants. Six and Vine is uh, buys our coffee. Ah yes. Um, Good place. Oh yeah. And then uh, I was trying to think if there's anything else in Winston right now. Uh, and then, of course, like we'll jump on like uh, the roster of some like uh, multi multi roaster places where they'll like bring in different roasters throughout the year. Yep. Uh, there's a place in Durham called Liturgy Beverage. We've been there a few times. Okay. Uh, pretty dope coffee shop. That's dope. Um, and 
yeah, that's, that's like expanding our wholesale, uh, getting on grocery store that's uh, what. shelves, and Dude. just growing little by little. So, Dude, how incredible. What a yeah. good story. I, I've always wondered. I've always wondered, like, what... Because obviously I know what you've done for years, but I've always wanted the the origins of it. Yeah, and you were in a basement. In yeah, 2015. A, a basement that, no lie, leaked <laughs> from underground, like somehow. Dude, I don't understand. Yeah, that makes no like, sense. Not from up. Literally, from and we were on a concrete pad, so it came from up <coughs> from the fucking earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had like a little river, like in the back. It was pretty miserable, but it was cool. <laughs> Dude, that's a water what, feature. Dude, look at that. Yeah. Humble, humble beginnings, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But Greg, I appreciate you, brother. Dude, same. Dude, this is such an honor to have you on the show right before I leave. So. Heck yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm a, the news is out deal. now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Going to Savannah, so I was like, I've got to get Greg on this show. <laughs> I've got to. And we made it work. And yeah, dude. I appreciate your patience. Hey, dude. I love to i'm happy to be here yeah just stoked to be here yes brother and uh support anchor anchor is near cranky's in winston-salem mm-hmm. um bailey works yeah yeah so uh, bailey power plant it's right next yeah. to community work cugino incendiary yes it's um, 600 degrees yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a cool new um uh, whiskey bar going in right across from us called oh. dram and draft it's oh dope. dram your dram right here yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah that, that, that the their build out is sick oh really i yeah. haven't seen it before they got some, they got some money oh yes sure. they got one, some money the one here is pretty yeah <laughs> in a good way but like I, I might go there like once and like spend spend my paycheck or whatever $20 on yeah, a drink $20 hey, on a drink hey, hey man that's their, that's their clientele yeah. the demographic it is, oh, yeah. is you know what I'm saying for sure that's cool but yes you're in a great location in Winston I, usually if my in Winston I usually will stop in and get yeah, something yeah um, cause y'all open pretty kind of late too, like yeah, 8 o'clock. Yeah, we're open till six, six, Monday through Thursday, and then Friday we're open till nine. Friday's when I went. Yeah, oh, I Friday and Saturday we're open till nine. Yep, had a date a couple weeks ago, oh. and I was up in there. Yeah, I did. And she didn't. Yeah. Well, she didn't they had no clue. She was a. Uh, <laughs> she was in a law office, and she had no clue that that was open that late. That yeah, she, yeah. Uh, she probably goes all the time. Now. That that spot's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's just amazing. Whole, like, Oh, dude. That whole area is just growing and in a positive way, it seems. Oh, it seems, yeah, it's all positive. It's all cool. And I go eat my Cranky's Biscuit. And then yes. I walk down to get my coffee from, oh, yeah. from you guys. And then I, you know, go where I need to go. So Yeah, heck yeah. Um, and the Wilkes location is obviously still up and running, too. Yeah, yeah, we're in North Wilkesboro on D Street. Yes, and for those who don't know where that's going towards Boone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you really pass through Wilkesboro to get... Yep. to Boone so you, that's where that location you pass is the, you pass the old racetrack that just opened back up so oh, nice. it's pretty cool they're having like the the uh, NASCAR all-star race is going to be in North Wilkesboro really yeah it's gonna be busy for y'all it's gonna be crazy oh get ready buckle up it's gonna be a different kind of crowd yeah it it'll will be a crowd but it'll be a crowd it'll that has crowd. green money yeah. I know that yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure but dude this is such an honor dude I definitely want to work someone with you I know we mentioned maybe some some coffee collab so yeah. we need to figure that out at some Do point. Do like that free, the free pizza coffee. We figured out. I can do that from afar. Face on it, dude. That'd be hilarious. Actually, we could, I, I, we, we don't have to be it's necessarily here to do that. We, so we, we can figure something out. Yeah, we're together. But yeah, support Greg. Support Anchor. Amazing spot. I'm not. I'm not saying that because he's here. I'm saying it because I think the coffee <laughs> is really dang good. You're doing shows just so sick for the community. So everyone appreciates you for that. Um, but yeah, dude. Thank you again. And absolutely, I'll be seeing you around. Yeah, definitely. All right, thanks, bro. man. Yes, thank y'all for listening. Later. Later. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.